0: You want to start with a tune? Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll start with a tune. We'll start with a tune. I, I got I get just the thing. I got I get just the thing. Yeah. I thought kinky girls were just in fairy tales. Meant for someone else, but not for me. She was out to get me. Tied me to the sheets. Disappointed she was not so sweet Lost my arms and legs Now I'm in the freezer My severed face Next to the pork rinds I'm chopped up I'm in the freezer I'm gonna please her at lunchtime Ladies and gentlemen Welcome to Time Capsule and
1: Kickstand Comedy Space. Uh, bringing us in, as always, the wonderful and beautiful Andy Shans. Andy? I don't thank know you, if that's on you. brand with the show theme. I've never heard that one before. Is that a new tune?
0: Or? It, it's newer than the others. I'll put it that way. All
1: right. Andy Shans, <laughs> Doing what the fuck he wants. Uh, so my name is Adam Posse. I'm your host for this podcast. Thank Yay. you. Thank you very much. This is about uh, comedians going over old jokes that they primarily don't do anymore for for whatever reason. Subject matter is too old. Maybe we grew as comics. Maybe we grew as people. I know there's more than a few jokes (laughs) I've thrown out for that exact reason. With me today, three of my favorite comics in town, three of my very closest friends. Uh, First to my left is Curtis Cook. Yay! Hello! Elkin Curtis, uh, famous Vice channel puker. Uh, To the (laughs) left of Curtis... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to the left of Curtis's Whitney Street Hello Whitney's just Ooh, my favorite I don't have anything uh, shitty to say about Whitney uh-huh. And to the immediate left of Whitney Portland's funniest male 2015 Noriko Ott <laughs> yeah. Thank you So uh, Since it is a show about old jokes I will start it off by doing one of my old favorites uh, One that I can't do anymore Because the references in it are too old I am a huge fan of Kesha which I get a lot of flack for. I'm told I'm not supposed to be a fan of Kesha. I'm told that if I were to write down I love Kesha on a piece of paper, it would catch fire instantly. (laughs) I had an argument with a buddy of mine who claims his musical taste is better than mine. He listens to bands like The Beatles and people that look like they shop at thrift stores in Portland. And he said to me, Adam, Kesha, the songs she makes and people that make music like her, they are to music what the 7 Eleven hot box is to cuisine. And I expressed back to him Look at me. I fucking love the 7 Eleven hot box. What's better than a drunk 4 a.m. 7 Eleven hot dog? Nothing I say except maybe a Kesha song. In fact, if you look at it close enough, a 7 Eleven hot dog is the perfect metaphor for a Kesha song. First, you get the hot dog and the stale bun. And those themselves, that's just like the track itself. It's the backing music. And then you head over to the condiments. And when you hit the condiments, you get those rubbery onions. You slap a bunch of those on there. That's like a guest verse from Wiz Khalifa or Flowrider or some other <laughs> shitty rapper that I enjoy. Uh, you get some jalapenos. You know, just one or two to change up the flavor profile, which is a phrase I'm using now that I've watched Food Network for three years. <laughs> And when you sprinkle those on top, that's like a shout to the DJ that made the track. It's like, Red One! And then you head over to the Chili Cheese. The free Chili Cheese machine. And that means I can put on as much as I want, and I do. Do you understand me? That's like the auto-tune on this Kesha hot dog. And I cover the hot dog in it. I put so much on, you can't tell what was on it in the first place through the Chili and Cheese. And I take that shitty hot dog and I cram it into my face with the same passion and enthusiasm that I cram a shitty Kesha song into my ears, both of which are examples of me making the most of a night like I'm going to die young.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: and ended like an NPR like, on the street story. <laughs> oh, that's great.
1: Uh, when I think it was actually your mic was the very first time I told that joke.
2: That's that's probably true. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I probably can't remember it. but
2: <laughs>
1: uh, The conversation, the, the part where the exchange in that is one hundred percent real. Where my where it was Nick Nelson actually, form, oh. former Portland comedian. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, what happened to him?
1: Uh, you, he just got tired of it. Oh, it's it fine. Wanted I, a real life. What? That's
4: okay. I thought who does nice.
2: that. Everybody. everybody. Oh yeah, he got a
4: he got that
1: girlfriend, right?
4: That's always what happens.
2: Yeah, if it's like the slightly balding, skinny guy, they get a girlfriend, they're gone. Gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so soon as Noriko goes bald, right. we're done with him, ah, correct? Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, Dennis Williams Cody not Smith anymore <laughs> McCullough all these men
1: yeah I stopped doing the joke because uh, that line at the end is a reference to a Kesha song for anyone who doesn't know mm-hmm. and that song was like four fucking years old and it wasn't that popular with everyone in the first place it's not one of her <laughs> own, it's not her most prominent track
2: and it's hard to have, a, like, a, a carefree Kesha joke now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't really. Uh, wait
1: a minute. I'm bringing it back.
2: <laughs> like, remember, we, we could just carelessly talk shit on Kesha. It didn't matter because we all knew. <laughs> you know, can't do no more. Got to respect her. I,
1: I, think it- I always
2: respect her, though. She's fucking smart. She got really good SAT scores or some she got bullshit. A super you know? high IQ. Yeah. Respect to catching
1: She's
4: Kesha big on Rose. numbers.
2: So she's big on numbers. Big numbers.
1: So she put the dollar <laughs>
4: sign on <in> her name. <laughs> right.
2: There's
4: she these knows. facts that you wouldn't have bothered looking into if she would have just I, existed in the pop world only. You know? Yeah. Where she yeah. crossed over into the social justice world and now we know she's smart.
2: I think I just liked her music before, but now it's okay to it's okay to say that you'd like her music. But. <laughs> But I've always been, liked everyone's it. Everyone's
1: been beaten down by the tragedy. You can't really say anything bad about her. Which is
2: Well you, I mean you can. You're just a dick if you do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Jerks. Show some respect Why for Why would Casha. you be
2: that way? I don't know what awful people you are. Uh,
1: which one of you guys would like to tell the next joke?
2: I can tell. Well yours are so fucking long, I feel that <laughs>
1: Yeah. <I> so <just laughs> more
2: than one to look I
1: was good, worried. I was good worried thing I'm such a That's more long. concise writer these days though, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
2: A lot fewer references to drop, but I'll, have, I'll tell two that are both just, they're, the references are too old. I love them. Ah, I'm going to break everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the one at risk.
1: <laughs> Curtis Cook with the pop- Thank you, yeah, pocket Yeah, look at napkins. you. That was a mom Always move. Thank you. You've
2: got this. You're going to be fine in life, Curtis. Okay. <laughs> this is what I think. All right. Uh, well, There's two. Um, so, so recently, this is this is why you can tell. Recently, uh, Don't Ask, Don't Tell got repealed. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Hooray! I'm excited. I'm very excited because now I can openly shop at Old Navy. There it is. That's the whole joke. The whole joke. But I liked it. I feel like there was probably a tag. Probably a tag. It's probably a tag, but I cut it off. Oh, see? That was funny. Old <laughs> Navy jokes? Okay. No, and then the other... Uh, I was just thinking about this today because it was relevant to my life, but the website's not relevant anymore. Uh, I really... I smoke a lot of pot. That's obvious uh, to all. Uh, I have started to think about coming up with my own website about the situation uh, that I would like to call potornot.com. And it's just, it's not about hotness at all. It's just just pictures of things, like, that I picked up off of my floor. (laughs) And you just rate them. Yeah. There's a new game. There's a travel-size game coming out uh, called Hash or Trash.
5: (laughs) Stakes are higher. Pieces are smaller.
2: (laughs) That's it. Oh. Stuff. Thank you,
1: thank you these yep. Street I'm they're not dumb.
2: They're too dumb though I'm, I'm assuming
1: like... I'm assuming the pot or not joke is a reference to a website called Hot or Not Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah oh, I forgot about
1: Is that, that exactly as evil as it sounds? Or yes. it's just yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it was
2: just like pictures of people and then you like we is... rated them It was like pre-Tinder but we just like had to show everyone what we but thought But they were them.
3: anonymous, it wasn't like It was linked to their Facebook page. You went, look at
2: this. (laughs) That's even worse. than you don't even know. People are just. Uh, I mean, like they just. People will just upload pictures. As far as I know, like it's not like you're just doing it for yourself. You're like, oh, this person.
1: But with the facial recognition technology, I bet you could dig up old, hot or not pages Mm. and then feed them into Facebook somehow and find their profile and find out who everyone was being shitty to. Mm.
2: Some nerd sitting on a scandal.
1: My next podcast is going to be about hunting down people
3: from Hot or Not. I didn't mean to defend Hot or Not, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: don't be, I
3: don't want to be on record as that guy. <laughs> um,
2: Yours would be Odd or Not, right? <laughs> <laughs> or no. I'd be like, are you my dad? We don't know. Are you?
3: <laughs> we have no idea.
1: <laughs> odd or Not. Historically,
3: not.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm still waiting on it. Um,
3: Dorico, next show. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Um, uh, I don't even think I need it. Um, mm. uh, I recently did a uh, did a show in an uh, Proud in of a, What? that I'm sorry. In a, in, a, in a room with people in it? Uh, no. Uh.
5: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry,
3: uh I recently did a show in, in, uh, in an in anarchist bookstore uh, because you got to go where the laughs are. Um, <laughs> I went... No, I did a show in an in a anarchist bookstore and I actually found a book in there that I hadn't read since I was in high school and it was a book on income inequality and it was called America, What Went Wrong? Um, except for the, the book was written in 92 so now when you read it it's just describing a beautiful utopia. <laughs> It's like, oh, my God. Like, the 1% only takes 30% of all the income they have made? That's wonderful. Let me tell you the story of a place that still has a manufacturing base, young man. Uh, they uh, Look at this. A degree means, a, means an instant job that makes money. How does that sound? It's Narnia. Uh, that's all I had. Uh, I've tried to take it a lot of different directions over the years, and none of them went anywhere, like... Uh, positive, but I, I still like the setup of that. I love that. Dick. I feel like I it just needs more is. Is research. You're oh.
5: so good at this, Andy. Um,
3: wow. Nice. With your what song was- is that? No.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, and it fades to gray. Oh my god. <laughs> the Tell me future has come to pass and it is worse than we thought. Tell <laughs> me
3: that's like what happens like at the end of an act in like Hamilton. <laughs> like <they write> that. <laughs>
2: Oh, <laughs> I love the the quality about that joke that I appreciate is that it's re- referencing a, jo- a show that happened what one time, one yeah. time, one yeah. single time, one time. Uh, before the anarchists decided I, I that should... we were not we were not for them.
3: Um, we were not for them. Hope it wasn't my set. Uh, <laughs> no, it might have been.
2: No, it was much more benign than all that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, Yeah, I I actually really did, like, we were waiting to go up, and, like, most bookstores, I was like, oh, shit, books. And I just went through. (laughs) I'm like, I need to fill my shelves with things and never get around to reading them. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, that's that joke. Oh, uh, by the way, in setting up for the show, I was looking through old like old voice messages like where I've recorded my sets. But my iTunes just crashed, so I just had all the files in a thing, and they were all unlabeled in that file thing. So I was just randomly clicking on them, and, ah, oh, man. It, you ever like go, f- stumble on a set you thought you killed at, and then you hear it now <laughs> and go, oh, no. Right,
2: right? You had the, like, That was the one that kept you going. You're yeah, like, you're I'll like, listen to the good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember that I was good. And the,
3: you're like, oh, no. Oh, my God, I remember the set. I crushed it. And then you're like, Lot of lot of dead air in this crushing set.
2: <laughs>
3: <One> a-
2: <laughs> I feel like there were sets I would listen to when I first started, and the only reason I liked them was because like Dax laughed for a second at the end of the whole set, and I was like, I should keep doing this. Your laugh
1: has been the the fucking lifeboat for a I'm, lot of late yeah. Titanic mic sets, Whitney. I'm a
2: buoy. <laughs> keep them afloat.
1: What I used to do is, is I, I'd specifically pick out the sets that I like then I'd get a case of tall, a uh, six pack of tall boys go sit on my friend's porch drink myself angry and then pick apart hatefully the sets that I actually did like while I was sober. It, was a, it made me stronger and made me weaker as a human being. So.
2: <laughs> Maybe it just made you sadder. <laughs> that too.
1: That too.
3: i did the opposite of that. I would listen to the same set over and over and go, man. <laughs> You're something special.
1: <laughs> Speaking of something special. From the
3: segregated... I'll guy. go again. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, cool. You no, take, no, no, you take no. Curtis's no, turn. No, no, no. You're good. Curtis, go. Please. Uh, I was totally kidding. I, please,
4: no. do, I want you to do it again. No, I don't want to do it again. No, please go.
2: I, I don't want to do it at all. <laughs> please go. Curtis has never thrown away. A joke. Curtis
1: came up to me in a very touching moment before the show. He goes, I, "I did this just because I care about you." And he he now has to his left a couple of very tattered, old-looking notebooks <laughs> that I'm excited to hear what comes out of. Them. Yeah, it's not
4: good. I uh, I first started doing comedy at. At Liberal Arts College, so all my jokes are just about how I hate rich white people who pose as liberals
1: You've grown so much! I know! I moved,
4: <laughs> I moved here just so I wouldn't have to rewrite anything <laughs> uh, But so none of those work, cause it's all, like there's a joke where I'm arguing with someone whose pronouns are them And that's real confusing, even to read now But I have this joke I'm just gonna read, I guess Uh, (laughs) I keep a Tumblr blog dedicated for the sole purpose of writing holocaust (laughs) fanfiction, and it's not that I'm a fan of the holocaust, it's just that in fanfiction you can rewrite a story however you want it to go, so I write stories where people get out of the holocaust. Like, I rewrote the diary of Anne Frank, where instead of going to the Holocaust, she and her family immigrate to the United States, but then because of child labor laws and the Industrial Revolution, she's forced to work 16-hour days in a textile factory and dies in a worker revolt. <laughs> <laughs> and then I rewrote Night by Ely Weisel, where instead of going to the Holocaust, he gets a letter from Hogwarts. <laughs> but then he's immediately sorted into Hufflepuff and eaten by the basilisk. Uh, and my Tumblr site is called "Neverforgetterdone.com." <laughs> Uh, so there you go.
1: <laughs> Your cadence has also changed a lot since you come to Portland. Yeah, I use
3: more semicolons.
1: <laughs>
4: you
3: used to write a more concise joke. It was like straight to the. <laughs> How
1: like, many times is the word Holocaust in there?
3: Oh, too many. It's
4: not hard to find a synonym for the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> And then
5: Oh I got
4: all of these So I started When I was Baby comic Curtis Baby or comic Curtis I took purple pens And purple pens Are all journal entries So after jokes There's just me Writing about Things I thought Were accomplishments A month into comedy
1: I want you to Maintain eye contact With me when you do this Please Please, please give it Please when I
4: can't maintain con- Eye contact with you And read
1: That's a good point i <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, I was up at the grog shop again today. Made $50 ah. for 10 minutes of comedy, which is great. <laughs> Felt really good. 23-
2: <laughs> <laughs> 23. earnest of you.
1: <laughs> I like how much more concise your journal entries are <laughs> In expressing your feelings to yourself You're just giving bullet points
4: <laughs> This is really what it is Don't, you're not gonna kill yourself Good job, five more minutes <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> What's the last, did I move to Portland? I'm officially in Portland I spent last week in the Oakland Berkeley area checking out the sites and enjoying life.
5: <laughs> 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 That's enough. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Curtis, for sharing your old jokes as well as bearing your bearing your, your way more. Uh, what is it e- e- economically worded soul I what used to be this? a
4: different man before you people
3: <laughs> apparently
1: you used to enjoy life <laughs> <laughs> are you sure the holocaust thing wasn't a journal entry and then the journal was the joke that you I used to tell
3: completely sh- that's why I color coded it <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving the idea of coming up with like with synonyms for the holocaust <laughs> I, or euphemisms like the big oops or, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It is difficult. Tough to, it's tough to
5: dwell on.
3: It just seems like a fun word.
5: For <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: We'll we'll let Andy go back and track all the horrible World War II movies that there are. (laughs) Just just throw happy, old-timey piano into him. Oh, nice. The Boy in the Striped Pajamas was not very good, you know?
4: You feel bad because it's the Holocaust, but it's not a good movie.
1: I should have seen that this would turn
4: into a Holocaust <laughs> podcast.
1: I was about to complain, and I was
5: like, no, old jokes.
1: This you is could, a Holocaust podcast.
2: You would call it the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: fucked up. We're all going to associate piano like that with the Holocaust from here on out, which is not Okay. <laughs>
2: Of Speaking and that of. Zero the-
4: of this is okay. <laughs> it's. not the worst, though, you know?
2: Well, no. We, we like know the what holo- the worst is. The Holocaust
4: is. was <laughs> the worst.
2: <laughs> that would be the worst.
1: No. Yeah. Are there still survivors?
2: Let's not, let's not dwell on this. I'm going to
1: do literally anything else than what we were doing <laughs> just now.
3: <laughs> let's go back to Kesha. <laughs> uh, it's a great synonym for the Holocaust. <laughs>
1: A lot of straight dudes would supposedly have an issue with having a gay son. I don't understand that. It doesn't matter to me whether or not my son is gay. What matters is that he's a top.
5: <laughs>
1: my kid stands up at Thanksgiving dinner table and introduces his friend Dale and tells me he's in love with him. I'm like, that's cool, Dale. Pass the fucking potatoes. But if later on I see Dale telling my kid to fetch him a beer, I'm going to pull my son to the side and ask him angrily, wait. Are you fucking him or is he fucking you? No, I don't care if he's bigger than you, okay? You're a posse. You get back out there and you fuck him twice as hard as he's been doing you. That's what I thought progressive was when I first started
5: comedy. I don't think anyone in
1: the scene has ever even seen that joke. I did that at one of the music mics I did before I did a comedy mic. And uh, it's a really good exercise to get all that shit out of your system.
2: I mean, there are places where that would be progressive I mean to be fair to be perfectly
1: fair yeah specifically at the Yukon in Selwood at about one in the morning <laughs> you right?
2: pushing some boundaries
3: <laughs> I think it works great as a one liner yeah the first part is good, is good. as a one liner
2: I think it's really fun don't, yeah, don't dwell upon please it please
3: don't let anyone know your inner thoughts on that though. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: tweet only
3: no I think that's a really great one liner <laughs> might keep it then Yeah,
1: Might might, might resurrect that one Bring it back Just in time for the contest I see
3: what you're trying to do, Noriko, by the way Do it at the contest (laughs) Wait for those judges Save it for that time
2: Open with it Close with it Open and close with it Both of the times (laughs) Your coach
1: voice is the best (laughs) Whitney, do you have another joke or two? Oh, is it me? Okay
2: Um, Okay I'm trying to remember this because I don't write down my jokes. Like I've never written down like the contents of my jokes. I yeah, write you're down You're
1: like the Jay-Z of Portland comedy. We've it's, been saying that for a while.
2: It's true. Uh, I'm going to marry someone really hot and they're going to get make more money than I am. But uh <laughs> that's I'm trying to remember this joke. So, um uh, uh, <laughs> 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 It's all about Facebook, but there was a number of iterations of it. I talked a lot about Facebook for a long time on stage because that's all I was doing in life was Facebook. So, um, so the first part was from when there was a there were Facebook quizzes. Which there aren't anymore. more now they're Buzzfeed. But like, this is I I was on the Facebook the other day. Uh, I took a quiz. This quizzes are getting out of hand. Uh, I took a quiz that told me uh, what font I was. Uh, it was Helvetica. If anyone was curious, but uh, mm-hmm. I tried to meet somebody else on on Facebook, and I saw what they had their uh, answers had been, and I was like, Ah, ah you're not my type. So okay. <laughs> it was dumb. Yeah. I said, See, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, but the thing about Facebook that I don't. The thing about Facebook that I don't super love is that when you die on Facebook, there's no way to... It's very hard to deactivate your Facebook account because you're dead. But, like, it's hard for the people in your life to deactivate your Facebook account. So you're just, like, when a person has died, their Facebook is just still there. It's just still sitting there. Your page Mm -hmm. is still there. And so, like, sometimes it can be really sweet because your friends can come and write things that they thought about you or things that they were thinking about. But sometimes...
5: Mm
2: -hmm. There (laughs) would be... uh, but sometimes people would write on there who didn't know you very well, like, uh, you know, and, and they would just be expressing things that don't really, aren't really that sincere, I guess, like, you know, like, I, I saw a friend of mine, a person that I was an acquaintance of mine who, who had died, and then, you know, like, people, you know, like, oh, I miss you so much, share, you know, like, it's just not very personal, isn't it, and, you know, like, remember the times that we got together, I loved them a lot, Chair. That was when Cher died. But, like, <laughs> I never know what to do with someone on Facebook who is that. I feel pretty anxious about it. Uh, it I, what I, I do in that case is what I would do if I found myself uh, at, at an open casket funeral of someone that I didn't know very well, uh, which is I would poke them. <laughs> 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 and then, then they poke back, and then you're like, ah! You know, so... <laughs> Facebook ghosts. I don't remember how the joke went. The moral of that story, but there was a poking involved. But I feel like I took, I poked him. I took that that punchline from Pete Holmes, and he was he had a different joke at that time, and it was about um, a guy on Facebook having a a suicide. It was a cry for help. Uh, Like a guy on Facebook was like, "I'm gonna end it all," and he's like, "I didn't know what to do," so I poked him, and I'm like, "I I know I took that from him," and I was just just like, I, "I." probably shouldn't do this joke anymore even though mine's different and funny but like it's not that great you know and there's all sorts of like, you can't make jokes about Facebook because they change the fucking algorithm every like three months so like anything that's Facebook relevant is quickly unrelevant irrelevant
3: um I noticed so that you're using those little notebooks do you still use little
2: notebooks yeah 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 like, oh, that's
3: your preferred yep. what do you like those
2: because uh because I write my set lists that's all I write down oh okay usually unless I'm like in a fit of like trying to write a joke, I write down just my, the, the joke names and I write down the set list and I'll write down my set list over and over when I'm planning a set until I like think that it's ready. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I mean, I don't do 45 minutes and you know, like mm-hmm. I do like 15 minute sets and this is like, I know how, how long, Jesus Christ, what's <laughs> <two. laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> I know how long, like that's three minutes, that's yeah. 15 minutes. Whatever. And then it fits in my purse and uh-huh. you know, I like that.
3: When you
1: come up with a joke name, like, what is it? Like the punchline of the joke, or
2: usually not. When it's funny, I know it's a good joke.
1: Like, what was the name of that joke that you just did?
2: Oh, just Facebook status. But there was a better name for it at some point. Like, some of them are the names. Like, carbon dating is a, a name. Mm-hmm. Male bra is a punchline. Like, line. like mm-hmm. you know. Uh, there's funny ones that I don't have. Uh, like there was a joke I had once that was called "The Hunt for Pink October," <laughs> <laughs> and it was about breast cancer bullshit. At the- <laughs> but I couldn't make it work. I couldn't. I was I was too mad. I was too mad. I couldn't be funny. Uh. Dead
1: people's Facebook is still legit weird. Mm-hmm. I, I have friends that still get a post on their birth on their wall every birthday. It's mm-hmm. a curious. Actually, my uh, I had a family member pass away uh, before everyone was on Facebook. It was during MySpace, and the way specifically you set up your MySpace page, like everything's all customized to you. It was kind of like having that that uh, you referenced You say something like this in a joke: here about not drinking alcohol, about drinking non-alcoholic beer." Oh yeah, yeah. But it's it's like it's about like keeping the kids' room, someone's room, the same after they've passed away, uh-huh. and that was a weird kind of cool thing that we could do is go back and look at like the stuff, the art that that person put yeah, on their cool. wall, the crazy intro to themselves that they put on there, and then MySpace changed
3: their format and wiped all that shit away. <laughs> 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 I was like, well, it was good while it lasted. How come he hasn't posted any bands he likes in the band-like <laughs> section? So weird. Okay.
2: I think it's weird that MySpace was so important when I started comedy. Mm-hmm. Did you guys maintain a MySpace comedy thing when you started comedy, or was it dead by then?
3: It was dead before I started comedy. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was on its way out right when I started comedy. It was
1: important. No, no, yeah, it was dead before I started in 2012. Yeah, a lot cool. of death on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, sad
2: times. <laughs> Jeez.
3: <laughs> Me. Yeah, you can go to Go for it. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is one I stopped doing only because I felt like um, uh, I don't know. I, I liked it. I like what it said, but it was I, I don't know. I still like it. Fuck it. Um, I just stopped doing it. Um, <laughs> I was a small town girl. <laughs> <Just living. laughs> you ever live in like a lonely world? <laughs> Just taking the midnight. I was taking the midnight train, and you know how those can be. Uh, just going wherever. What is the deal with midnight train Did I say the lyrics of that? You said believe. You said believe. Uh, I just said uh, that's all it
5: takes.
3: <laughs> Pee Wee's Playhouse. That was the secret word.
0: <laughs> it's the fucking weirdest. Or you said don't stop. It was one of the two. One right. of the two. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
1: Said something, and it doesn't matter. (laughs) Trigger words affect Andy
0: differently than anybody else in the world. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) People laughed. I knew it was the right thing to do. No, you did the right thing.
5: That's always the
3: right thing. Um, (laughs) I got Steve Parried. Um, So okay, uh, so uh, I I recently uh, took my cat in to get her fixed because I'm a responsible pet owner. And also, I was tired of pulling out. Um, (laughs) It's fine. I don't really fuck my cat. It's okay. This isn't how I would tell people. It's more of a Facebook post kind of a thing. Um, No, I took my cat in to go get her fixed. And uh, when I was picking her up after the procedure, the nurse there was like, oh, is this one your cat? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. And she's like, ooh, good thing you dropped her off when you did because it looks like a tomcat got to her first. And I'm like, uh, but don't worry, she's, she's all good now. And I'm like, um, are you telling me you gave my cat an abortion? Is that what you're trying to tell me? And that was what she was telling me. And it turns out that's what happens if you drop a cat off and they're pregnant already then you get them fixed, they'll just handle it. They'll just take <laughs> care of that. And I thought that was fucking awesome because my cat didn't have to, like, say, drive 300 miles to get to the only veterinarian (laughs) clinic in the state. Or go, like, read a guilt-trippy pamphlet about how cheap and easy it is to raise kittens in today's service economy. Uh, Or, like, uh, start a GoFundMe to pay for it. Or, uh, like, she didn't have to pass a bunch of Catholics with, like, their pets, uh, Catholic pets out front with, like, placards that say, Paw Regnancy is Groove great. <laughs> Nothing. She didn't have to do shit. They just did it. And I was like, my cat has more rights than any woman in Arkansas. This is amazing. <laughs> this is awesome. Like, uh, So they just gave it to her and I thought that was the shit. Um, and I think the worst part when you think about a cat getting an abortion is is the worst part of that easily is that it's still adorable like it is so cute and you think about it because what's that doctor say It's like well this muffin's too full of gumdrops you guys <laughs> <laughs> and then something 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 yeah. I remember that joke I love that joke I, is, that, I, is
2: that the abortion sound <laughs> <laughs> sorry
1: that's what episode of joke doesn't work that, that, that is the sound that happens when you lose a life so,
3: yeah. Mm. yeah, it's a serious podcast. It's, it's Some real dark, but I, I like the message in it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. It's, except always,
2: for the end, it was like, that was a <laughs> solid fucking joke. Like,
4: I like that you your cat that you're taking to be forcibly sterilized without consent. Mm-hmm.
3: Is, I think maybe that's the issue.
4: It's like, it's, it makes me
3: because conf- It's like, yeah,
4: womanhood, but also, what are you doing to this cat if that's the metaphor?
2: Mm.
3: You
2: well, know? does the cat. When, like, we don't the, know what that cat wants.
3: Bam! How do I how do I phrase that the cat loves being <laughs> whatever, get, her, get her fuck on carefree? Hmm.
2: Like we yeah. had a heart to heart, and the cat and I talked about it. Yeah, I think
3: that that definitely is the rub in that joke. But it's also like uh, I don't know, like I don't I, it, that joke gets into a, a special place. I like of jokes where you can be cute and horrifying at the same time. Like this muffin's too full of gumdrops, like I, something like that. You know. I remember
1: at the end when you're talking about how adorable it is. It's, it's like. It's like the grossest version of that scarf
5: magic. Oh yeah, I go, I don't know if you know anything about. Yeah, uh, that's where I That's disgusting.
3: I'm all like, I go. I don't know if you know anything about cats, guys, but they get hella pregnant. It's like, <laughs> it's like a little furry cl- cl- clown car full of brats dolls. Um, and I go, it's like the grossest version of that magician scarf trick you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it gets real gnarly, but still, I liked. I liked that I could be gross And it was cute at the same time I (laughs) think there was a
2: time period When there was a lot of like Dead cat jokes in the Portland Gabe had that dead cat Pile of dead kittens I love that joke jokes. That was one like, It was a really good one There's lots That's of good cool. Dead cat jokes at some point
1: Love to get Gabe And that
3: joke On the <laughs> show in the future So you're saying I should change it to puppies I hear you definitely, Loud and clear definitely
2: Yeah 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 Definitely puppy. talk about How dogs have more rights Than women That's gonna go over great <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't make the fucking laws I'm, <laughs> I'm on your side <laughs> you, you talk about Drake, This is a democracy Dogs are boys right <laughs> all dogs like, are boys? Like,
4: that's Remember in that your movie? head. Like, yeah. if I say dog, you're like, Cats it's a boy dog. And if Cats I say a cat, you're like, it's a girl cat. Cats are girls. That's in my head? In people's heads, oh, right? Oh, maybe. Is yeah, it? it's
2: because of the Homeward Bound, the incredible journey. Oh, yeah. Right. Cats rule and dogs drool. That's what we all know. This. Well, now we see
3: why that joke wasn't one I kept. <laughs> <laughs> Very divisive. <Too> controversial.
1: <laughs> I love that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Politically charged cabins <cabbage> <laughs> He's the edgiest cat comic we have.
4: (laughs) I would love it if someone came up to you after a show at like a bar and was like, Hey man, I was on the fence about women. And then that joke about your kitten really convinced me.
3: That would be the best. I don't know. It was just more illustrating that, like, oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, we don't think about it for like a cat and it doesn't, it's not a big fucking deal. You know what I mean? Oh, I like, like, I'm not, uh, I wasn't trying to make fun of
4: your joke. I just,
3: like, I would be great for me if in the world somebody
4: was like, that was what I needed to hear. That would be great. It would be great
2: great if this mattered to anyone, right? (laughs) (laughs) At any
3: time anybody said, I just enjoyed what happened.
2: (laughs) That made me think. That'd be neat. You made me think.
1: Curtis, would you be able to take a request if I made it right now? I think you know which joke I want. It's one I asked you to do for a while after you quit doing it. Oh, is it? A- Time travel? Yeah, I actually had that in here. Fuck
4: yeah. I wasn't sure. Okay. Listen, I wrote this joke. Mm. And it's really great. <laughs> I need you to understand, whoever's listening to this podcast, that this joke, as I would love to tell this joke more, but I have to move because... Why don't you tell it to white people? It's like, I don't think we're on the same page here. <laughs> like, uh, okay. Are you sure? All right. If I, I love okay. this joke. I miss it so much. <sighs> <sighs> The other day, I built a time machine because I had a lot of spare Legos lying around the house. And now I just go back in time and interview slaves to find out how bad slavery was. Because that's what I'll do with a time machine. I don't want to stop slavery. I just want to ask questions about it while killing as many butterflies as humanly possible. (laughs) So I went back in time, and I ran into this slave, and I was like, excuse me, sir, what's your least favorite thing about slavery? And he was like, oh, well, that's kind of a loaded question. (laughs) I was like, oh, you're way more articulate than I expected you to be. (laughs) You're almost as well-spoken as, wait, what is that? Oh, you're almost the most well-spoken piece of property I've ever tried to talk to before. (laughs) And the slave said, my least favorite thing about slavery is that they put these chains on me. And I was like, oh, well, in the future, black people spend a lot of money on their own chains. So just enjoy it while it's free, I guess. (laughs) and I was like next question what's your second least favorite thing about slavery and the slave was like I hate it when they call me a nigger and I was like oh well you better buckle in for some real disappointment buddy because in the future black people love to use the N word we put it in our rap songs and pretend we're co-opting it but mostly we just hate ourselves and I was like last question what do you want more than anything else in the entire world and the slave said I just want to see my kids again and I was like god damn it you're different from other black people (laughs) And then I came back to the future to tell that joke and listen to white people laugh at it wrong.
5: <laughs>
4: and so, yeah, that's where we're at.
1: <laughs> I, I remember at the time I'd always, ask, I'd always try and talk. Dude, just do the joke again. And just yell at them for laughing at it wrong. But I, 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 now that I have more... Uh, understanding outside of just what I find entertaining. <laughs> Actually, with you and Norigo especially, I always ask you guys about parts of your jokes that you threw out because my favorite part is always the part of your jokes that don't work. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I think I'm trying to sabotage you guys. Well, really
3: politely. <laughs> that's true. You're always like, oh, man, do that. I'm like, N- but only you will laugh. Really, I'll really <laughs> loud laugh. I'll fill the room for you. That's I'll true. fill the room. That's true. You do, you do have a good laugh. That's true.
2: That's true. Where have you done that joke, Curtis? What does it work?
4: Uh, it works if there's people of color in the audience, and it's like not enough. Like if it's a longer set, and you can be like, now that we've established that I right. know a little bit about what I'm talking about, here is a critique. But then I moved to Portland, and it was either like white people being like, yeah, black people are dumb. Or it was white people being like, hey, you're only supposed to feel bad for them. You're not supposed to critique them. And then I was like, I don't know. That You can give me that note, but <laughs> I felt <really laughs> real weird about it, and that has kind of stopped.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all legit. All very mm-hmm. legit. Guys, uh, we're, we're about out of time. but Andy's going to take us out with a song in a minute, but before we go, I'd like to let you guys plug or say anything that you want to close the show out. Curtis? Uh,
4: hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Every Wednesday at the Velo Cold Bike Shop at 9 p.m., you can come to the original kickstand comedy space
2: <laughs> for a show
4: called Earthquake Hurricane.
2: <laughs> what? You guys, uh, you can come to Bridgetown Woo! if you want to do that. After Bridgetown, me and John Washington are taking over Elsden, uh, so. Oh, nice. Check it yeah. that out. Uh, nice. Fridays and Saturdays, comedy. Still comedy. It's just comedy.
3: Oh, uh, every Monday after this podcast at 8 p.m., I will be playing d d at my friend's house. Uh,
1: <laughs> Thanks, thank you for taking the night off.
3: Oh, I'm not I'll be there right after this, so uh, <laughs> so uh, don't 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 check me out there.
1: <laughs> thank you, Dorigo, Andy. Anything you want to plug coming up for you?
0: Let me see. Yeah, I'm officially opening my uh, my Twitch channel uh, this That's Saturday. So yeah, on Twitch TV. Name of the channel is the Andy Social Network. So there you like go. That. Boom.
1: Excellent. Like, subscribe. Thank you, uh, everyone who came out. Give it up for yourselves, you guys. Just getting here early for the for the Double Clicks podcast coming up. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show and sharing your old jokes. I really appreciate it. This podcast will be available on iTunes and anywhere you can download it. So please like andor subscribe if you're listening right now. Other than that, my name is Adam Posse. Thank you guys so much for listening to the pod uh, time capsule at Kickstand Comedy Space, which is a podcast, so that wasn't completely off. Andy, take us on home! <laughs>
0: for like a comedy song i can do well since we're doing dated jokes i'll do some uh my my (laughs) my george bush jokes here we go in iraq we were efficient accomplished the wrong mission we got saddam hussein i'd have captured osama instead of barack obama if i only had a if i only had a no way, I got it. If I didn't do cocaine, <laughs> here's the reason I don't go hunting anymore. Cheney's got a gun. <laughs> not to be outdone, not to be outdone by his father, uh, George Bush Sr. My son George is full of brainless confusion, the epitome of zealous delusion. Snorting coke had got him higher body got too high carry on my dumb shit side anyway that's it that's it Yay! thank you, thank you, oh. for listening, you guys